When hearing the gospel of the transfiguration, as Deacon Brian just proclaimed it, it can be a little out there, a little distant from us, and stylized kind of to have symbolic meaning. And I always find this gospel kind of tough to get in touch with, especially as I see it in terms of our faith, as well as how I see it in my life. So I have to turn to assistance. And one of the ways that I do that is sometimes I can find scripture readings like the gospel today expressed in art, which is brilliant. And there's one picture that I always go back to, a painting, that's done by Raffaello, who lived pretty much in the, the 16th century, 1500s, in Italy. He was a great master painter and died when he was 37 after he finished the transfiguration, what he, what he painted. And so when you go home, I want you to Google it. You can find it just like that. Raphael or Raffaello's transfiguration. Because it not only shows the glory of God and kind of communicates what this gospel is trying to say in terms of, of Jesus truly being the Son of God. Peter, James, and John, those elite three, and the other disciples needed to have that reassurance. Because right before the transfiguration, Jesus said, the Son of Man must suffer and die first and then rise from the dead. In the Jewish tradition and in their culture, if you were to be suffering and dying or or even put to death as a criminal, you were no Messiah whatsoever. And they were becoming disillusioned with him because they thought he was the one. But then to be put to death, uh -uh, uh-uh, that didn't make sense to them. And so Jesus showed them that he was the Messiah, that he was the Lord. And his face was, was filled with light, which is God, the glory of God, being, being shown through his humanity, fully God and fully man. And he was with Moses and Elijah, the great leader of the people of Israel, and Elijah representing all the prophets, the great prophets of Israel and of that time. And the law that Moses gave to the people from God and the prophets all were pointing to Jesus. And it was showing that here he is. This really is the Son of God, as Scripture had foretold about him. And then, you know, when, when the disciples were, were kind of on the ground, they, they began to understand that they were in the presence of God, that this was a real showing. And, and when, when the Father says, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased, listen to him, that means... Jesus was obedient unto me, and and he became incarnate so that he could save you from your sins, that he could save you from suffering, that he could save you ultimately from death. This is my son. Listen to him. Okay, that's cool. That's heady, you know, but it starts to kind of get us into the reality. But for me, in Raphael's painting, when he was showing what I just said to you, this is so cool. But he painted it such that Jesus was up on the mountain, and then below there was a scene of chaos, of confusion, of hurting, of possession. And he was showing the next passage that came after the transfiguration. And there's a boy who was possessed by a demon and his disciples, and nobody could do anything about it. But Jesus did. And the way the painting is depicting it, is that Jesus is up here, transfigured, and then if you drew a line straight down, he would slip right into the midst of the chaos and the confusion. 
You've got to see this. Google it when you go home. And what that's saying is the truth. And this is where it's starting to become really poignant for me anyway, and I hope for you. Jesus came for this chaos. He didn't cause it, but he came for the chaos of sin. He came because we hurt. He came because we're wounded as human beings. And he came in order to heal, to exercise the evil that we experience in our lives, to bring us forgiveness of our sins, and he isn't hesitating to get his hands dirty, if you will, in the, the, the stuff of humanity that's really tough and that really is unpleasant and even unsavory. This is fully God, fully man. And bang, he's right there in the midst of all of it for us. Now, here's a cool insight that somebody else gave to me about this transfiguration of Jesus. When the glory of God was shown through Jesus and shown through the humanity of Jesus, fully God and fully man, the glory of God did not destroy the humanity of Jesus. And here's the deal for us. God desires to mix with us. Jesus desires to mix with us. And when he mixes with our brokenness, when he mixes with our sinfulness, when he mixes with the chaos that's in our lives, he does not destroy our humanity, but rather he redeems it. He buys it back from all of that stuff that I just described. And further, he calls us into relationship with him. I mean, think about when you receive Holy Communion. This is Jesus coming into you, literally, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And he doesn't destroy you. But rather, as we relate to God through our prayer, through the sacraments, as we come within, be with, in communion with God, then we become more like him. And becoming more like him means that we become more ourselves as the human beings that God created us to be. And we're not destroyed, but we're raised up. Did you notice when in the gospel, when Jesus came and touched the disciples who were on the ground? What did he do? He touched them. He touched their humanity. He touched everything about their lives, and he raised them up. He had them get up. And that's powerfully significant for the way that Christ Jesus works in our lives. Ah, now I can get that in terms of Jesus being transfigured before his disciples and now before us. All right, third time I'll say it. Go Google Raffaello's transfiguration and ponder it. Ponder that scene that you see in that great painting and see humanity on full display. See God, fully God and fully man, Jesus, on full display. And see how he doesn't sink into your lives, but see how he inserts himself into your life to make you more human, if you will, to bring you to fulfillment and redemption, and to make you more like himself. We don't have to grovel in the brokenness of our humanity. We can be healed and restored.